Hello and welcome to Progcast's very first podcast. As you can see, I'm standing to a very tall guy here to celebrate the beginning of it. We hope to discuss everything that's relevant within the SA music industry and also shed some light on the state of it and give well-deserved exposure to those within it. Um, and yeah, maybe you'll get a couple of useful survival tips so that you're still standing if you make it to the top. So um, today in studio, we have Austin Lewis, guitarist from Savage Lucy. Thanks for being on our very first podcast. Here. Thank you, Matthew. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Awesome. So tell us uh, a bit more about your musical background, Austin. When I was 16, I decided to uh, pick up a guitar at a neighbor that actually uh, now plays in quite a well-known band in uh, Cape Town. Uh, and he was pushing me to play bass. And I decided that I didn't really want to play bass. I, I kind of, no offense to any bassists, you know, but I, I just felt like getting into guitar. And from there, I kind of played with their band and slowly got into it. And I didn't think it would be something that I took would take or took seriously. And um, through school, I kind of just got more involved in music. And within a year of playing guitar, I was already playing in a kind of indie band. And uh, that started going around the same time as Desmond and the Tutus and Cassette were around and they were booming. And, and we kind of just... In a sense, we were kids. We didn't know how to focus so hard and take things as seriously as we probably should have. And uh, things kind of just fell apart in a sense. And then I uh, came to study at SABC and I played with a hip-hop band there called The Fine Tunes. Very strange and very different to what we do now. But uh, yeah, kind of commercial hip-hop and that got me into that side of things. And through SABC, guys pushed me to kind of take my music more seriously. And from then, I kind of just studied through that in a sense. So I kind of studied guitar for a couple of years and... Uh, from there on, kind of now, I work with Savage Lucy. And before that was Merkwood, but uh, Savage Lucy has become the kind of main game of what I've been doing for the past three, four years now. So, yeah. Interesting. I mean, studying music wasn't necessarily what I thought I would do through the production side, but, you know, I'm glad I have. I kind of put the hours into it, and it's starting to slowly pay off, you know. You, know, you can see I'm pretty skinny, so that's how it is, you know. Awesome. Um, so what's what's influenced your playing style and... Who's really defined the core of, of what you play? It's a, it's a good one. I think uh, initially probably old rock and roll, like an old kind of, you could push it towards prog, Led Zeppelin, Danzig, Uriah Heep, the old kind of steezy rock and roll. And then to towards kind of white stripes, the bluesy vibes, and then the tool, the animals as leaders, explosions in the sky, 65 days of static, that kind of, you know, progressive side of being emotional and etherical as well as kind of having is having hooks and, and something that is catchy, you know, and I think that the progressive guys really have a way of doing that and, and creating emotion and music that is technically quite quite something to behold in the sense, you know. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. And so for all the gear slots out there, what equipment do you use? Oh, it's interesting. I mean, uh, I guess there's many ways of approaching things. I I work with Line 6, and uh, many people despise that as something that solid-state amps don't really have a lot of thump behind them, which I can understand, and I, I kind of fully agree with them, but the setup I run is a VETA too, so... I instead of having lots of pedals, everything's involved in it. So there's lots of effects banks, synth banks, delays, reverbs, and lots of parameters in which you can edit from it. So I run that with an FEB board that uh, controls all of that, and it's two channels. So my two clean channels EQ'd very differently with post effects on top, but all done within it. So just carry my lug of a Veta 2 around. And then I used to play an Ibanez RG Custom, and I, I love that guitar to bits and pieces, but I kind of ended up breaking it from uh, being a bit too aggressive at shows so I, i've moved on to a prs little se mikhail ackerfeld and that thing cuts through anything i've, I've had to deal with so yeah that, that's kind of the setup i use and every now and then a rc2 loop but other than that pretty much an amp and a guitar so yeah 
cool stuff, dude. So tell us a bit more about Savage Lucy and and how long you guys have been going and why you started in the first place. Hundred percent. Um, I think at the time I, we the, the the old members of Savage Lucy had a band together called Merkwood, and um, that kind of came to an end for various reasons and. Uh, I needed a place to let out my art. I was still studying and there's a lot of music within me that I want to produce and put out there. And I wanted to do it in the smallest way I could in in the way of having a three-piece band and not having too many members involved with it. And also having it in a way that that you still are creating a full sound. So we kind of wanted to push the envelope, not saying that we do and that we are, but we wanted to make something that made South African musicians kind of get a bit antsy in their pants kind of worry a bit because there's kids out there that are making some really crazy music and we can't just sit whacking out pop songs all day long and mocking the american genre and the european genres let's even though progressive music or experimental music as i would like to terminalize it does come from america and a lot of european kind of places but we've got to somehow bring it here and say guys we've got to challenge this something needs to happen here where the normal easy playing easy listening is one side of things that can be accepted and does have a place but there needs to be the other side where we push boundaries we make people feel things that they're not necessarily comfortable or very comfortable with feeling you know so pushing the envelope that was the initial idea to really push it and see what we can push ourselves to play i mean i've been playing guitar riffs that I literally could not write in the beginning. I made things that I could not play just so I could work hard enough to do it. And there's still going to be shows where we're not as tight as we should be and there's going to be little embellishments and problems here and there. But the whole idea is that the show as a whole motivates people to go put more hours into it and to say, you know what, I don't need to work a nine to five. I don't need to do anything that anyone says I need to. I'm going to do what I want to do. And, and maybe influence some people through that and maybe make some people more confident in their own decisions. So, yeah. That being said, what have been the biggest challenges rising within the local prog or experimental scene in South Africa? Um, I think that there's a couple. I think you, you start when you think of problems. I think the best place to start is yourself and within. And you don't want to lecture about problems that other people or other things are happening around you that you have no control over. I think... The initial problem is making sure that I think for most musicians that your ego doesn't overpower your ability. I think it's very important that if you're going to have a, a form of ego and you're going to have a perspective that is strong and powerful, that you put a load of work into it. You know, you make sure that you're you're really paying attention to making sure your product for me as a guitarist and in a sense as the person that writes our music, that I make sure that it's good. I make sure that if I have an arrogant attitude in any way or form, which at time you're going to have to have, don't be unarrogant so you never get an opportunity. You have to have confidence and you have to have a sense of illusion that pushes you somewhere, but don't let it bite you. Don't be more than you actually are. And I think being humble in a sense is that. I mean, you, you be nice to people and treat people with respect because you're never going to do anything by yourself. It's never going to just be you that makes it. I mean, today I'm in a room with you guys because you guys have put me here. I didn't do this. I'm not the one that put this together. You know, you've got to be humble to the fact that there are other people, first of all, trying to do what you're trying to do and other people that will help you if you have a good attitude and you show that you're going to help them, you know? And I think the other thing is dynamics between people. You're a family and and as a family, there's no kind of softness in how you can deal with each other there's there's the emotional side of people being in a room and then there's the artistic side of egos trying to create art 
and having a dynamic and we're just three people uh, Stephen, rich and i pretty much in a room together we've got to let go of our friendship and our emotional core and go okay we're going to make music what are we going to make here and let's make that product the best and not about feelings and hurting each other's feelings when you're critical and, and that can hurt the and especially in in the experimental side of things we're not playing easy playable music emotions get high vibes get intense there's a a lot of intense emotion behind it in the first place so i think that's a big thing and then lastly making sure that you're you're open to different opportunities to make sure that if uh right now i'm not going to say who it is but we're busy with our album working on and quite a big pop act in south africa and to most people it would be kind of strange but the fact is you know, it's something different. That's almost progressive because you're, you're aiming something in a different direction than where it kind of in the thought process should go. So be open to do different things and be open to collaborate and use other musicians and artists and let them use you. And, and don't just try fight for yourself because there's a lot of us here. There's the poverty of ideals, the new earths, the, the savage Lucy, the paving the labyrinths, the, the brother moves on. There's a lot of guys doing this. It's not just us. It's not just because I play guitar well doesn't mean I'm the only guy that does that you know and there's lots of drummers and lots of bassists and lots of vocalists and there's an immense amount of talent and don't write it off because you have an ego right back to the beginning thing you know so yeah man and um do you feel that there are enough opportunities for bands like savage lucy in south africa and and how well has it been received you know have you have you gotten the audience you would like tell us a bit more about that i think i think before i complain i'm i'm I must say for the genre we are and who I am and, and where I've been throughout my life to have the opportunities I'm starting to get now, I'm more than grateful. I, I mean, I can, there's many things that I will link up now and, and on that subject complain about and go into, but I think as a progressive band, playing Oppie Copy, having shows kind of brought to us every couple of weeks it's i'm not necessarily trying to push it that hard so when things like that come i can't complain about it you know but as a whole and as the whole progressive or experimental or however we want to class it the the music music the people that actually want to make music and not songs there's not a lot of funding for it there's not a lot out there i mean skyrim which is one of the big exposure companies in south africa at the moment don't have any funding for rock bands no one's funding uh, uh, mk's out of the the game uh, there's no radio stations i mean there's tux and vits that have a bit of rock in it and stuff but there's no funding the kids if you look at the the marketing and the the opportunity to place marketing towards an audience unfortunately it's a lot of kids that don't have a lot of money and i think that's where it comes down to our responsibility to start taking ourselves more seriously and go you know what? we should be playing high end bars we should have sponsors we should have big festivals not going oh that's weird you got a progressive band it should be like you know what that's music why is it strange and and people do get stranged out by it it's like egos as i said earlier get involved and then opportunities don't necessarily come because you're kind of standing on someone else's feet or you're there's many different things that happen with that so i think as i as i said i can't complain but there are there is rather definitely a big gap in the market and there's there's a lot of space and a lot of talent that is getting brushed off in in a big scale no awesome man and uh, by the way, congratulations on on Opikopi. Thank you, man. That's that was a fucking good show, dude. I really enjoyed seeing you guys there, and was so proud to see a, a local 
musicians band jamming on stage there. It was it was awesome to behold, and you guys did a damn good job of it. So then you you believe there is there is room for for experimental bands to to get onto big festival lineups, and and we have seen a lack of of, of the guys on there. And does this go back to what you said before about a lack of effort from from the band side? Yeah, I think definitely not enough effort in marketing and taking ourselves seriously enough to say this should not be such a hard thing to get our hands around. This should not, if people have been doing it for years, why is it different for us? Why, because we don't have a vocalist, should we be harbored upon? We don't need things to be explained. You can hear it. You can feel the emotion. You can you can get into it. And, and people have. I mean, the 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 respect I'm starting to get luckily as a musician it's blown my mind I mean I never thought I'd be this kid in here getting an interview about this prog band in SA I mean to me it's a it's a mind fuck of notes but I think yeah it, we've got to just carry on working it, it, things are changing people are getting hold of us now in February March for Opie Copy rather than last year where we got put on there like a month before it and they created a slot at one in the afternoon where I'm thinking there's going to be 20 people and the next thing the whole place is full and I see your face there Maddie's going crazy like a bunch of the boys that we know that we're all in the same circle and it was a great experience and we were able because we got the opportunity from Gareth Wilson there to to kind of let ourselves out there to a platform where people could accept it and bring us back and then hopefully now this year we're back again and a better slot and then we do it again and you just don't stop that's another thing that gets hard you get tired man you know you've been doing this for years Maddie and and there's a certain amount of energy this shit takes. You gotta work and you gotta work. And when you play guitar badly that day, it's like great. You played it badly, work, get it better, fix that. And and unless you have that attitude, you're not going anywhere, and you can't expect anyone to put you anywhere. So, yeah. Okay, dude. So here's a pickle of a question for you, and this might this might say a lot about where music needs to go and where musicians need to focus on within this country. But do you think anything timeless has been written in South Africa recently? Well, let me put it this way. Definitely, I wouldn't say we have. Uh, I would never have the ego to say we've written anything timeless. And uh, I can't, I can be nailed for being quite a critical guy. And I always will be because it's part of my character. And there's nothing I'm going to do to change that to suit anyone that's out there because it's not going to happen. Um, I can't say there is. I mean, the, the, one of the best local bands that I've heard that's original is probably a mix between Poverty of Ideals and The Brother Moves On. And they're still tinging off tinges of genres that have been outdone and that will go with the wind because same as our stuff, that genty metal stuff, although it's it's appropriate now, it, it will age and it, and it will grow to something else. And I think timeless music is something that is very hard to come by. I mean, when is the last time you heard someone release a song like Queen? Like Brian May and those boys, ready. I'm a metalhead of note, but I can appreciate the, the 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 potential in those guys that they were able to put together such amazing pieces of music. And I can't say I've ever written anything close to that. So, you know, and, and when it comes to other people in SA, they're making music to make people happy. And you're not going to create something that's timeless and really beautiful if you're doing that because it has no soul. And if we can get some soul into shit, well then... Maybe we'll succeed and make your study a bit more timeless. Maybe Miriam McKebber and people like that had some timeless music. Or Johnny Clegg even. But since him, Johnny Clegg's probably the biggest recording artist in SA still on the touring he's doing. Who's challenging that? And maybe maybe we will. Maybe Poverty of Ideals will. Maybe Paving and those talented boys will. Or The Brother Moves On. Or New Earth. Or whoever it may be. But we've got to try, man. We've got to try. Stick it to them, man. So, Fucking A, man. And, and actually, from that... 
How do you feel local instrumentally driven bands stack up to their international counterparts? You know what? You, you, not to offend any of my friends out there, because I love you all very, very, very much. But I think if I'm going to tell myself I need to work very hard, that we all fucking well do, because we do. We've got a lot of work to do. Depends how far you really want to push it on genre, the genre and the accuracy of that. But when you look at people like, I don't like them, but Periphery, and you look at people like Porcupine Tree, or you look at people like Animals as Leaders, or Haken, those guys, like, they have taken it seriously, bro. Toast Nabasi was like a waiter for years, and he played with a whole lot of bands, and he just worked every day at that stuff, you know? I don't want to play his music, I don't, I don't want to be that dude, and I don't want to play anything in that style, but he's a good person to look up to when saying, like, I take it this seriously, bro. I really, like, when I touch this thing, you can hear I've put the hours in. And I think we've all got a hell of a lot of fucking work to do. All of us. I was at band practice today, and we're giving each other shit. We're going like, you know, let's get it. Work. Work. Work, dude. That's all. Pretty much. I appreciate your honesty, Austin. <laughs> um, but here's here's another thing I want to know. What What do you feel can be done differently or perhaps better in the local scene to make it easier for, for guys such as yourself um, to survive in this in this local music scene where you can do stuff like Toast and Abasi and, and, you know, eat shit and sleep music every day of the week. No, I guess confidence in people around us and support. And I mean, there's a lot of you out there that say, go support bands and I never see you at shows. So maybe stop saying that and start going to support bands because your band isn't the only band out there. I mean, it's like stuff like that's quite, quite integral. I mean, you, you can spend a lot of time in your room jerking off, but unless anyone's going to hear that, you know, it, it, what's the point? And, and why is anyone going to come to your shows and care about what you do unless you make effort to? I make a hell of a lot of effort to go watch shows and to go watch bands. I mean, like, it's very rare that I hear of a band gigging that I haven't seen. And then if it is a band I haven't seen, I'll go watch them. The one band I'm dying to watch is Conqueror, because I've heard those dudes are really crazy, really proggy, but medley, and have lots of little short songs and interesting stuff. I mean, those guys are making effort to get out there. I'm sitting here, I've never seen them, but I'm talking about them. The guys exist, they're in Joburg, they're here, you know, so... I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just going to be the responsibility of holding each other's backs. Like, Maddie, like what you're doing here, you, you've pulled me in here and you're going, yo, Aust, here's an opportunity to have an interview. It's like helping each other here. There's, there's, there's ways in which you don't have to be so selfish about what you're doing because at the end of the day, why do you, as a guitarist, people say, well, you could do stuff by yourself if you wanted to. Yeah, I could. And I also could be the biggest wanker on the planet because I want a band. I want a crew. I want a bunch of people in a room that's a team that goes, fuck yeah, man. Do you see what all of our bands did here? Do you know Notice how New Earth and Savage Lucy and Poverty of Ideals have started a change in this industry in the past three years. And we've done it. We said it back then and we've started doing it. Now, if we can do that, where's the limit? You just carry on, man. We carry on doing what we're doing and it'll be okay. Fuck, we won't be millionaires, but we, who needs to be, man? Yeah, man. So um, what's next for, for you and Savage Lucy? Oh, I think uh, at the moment we're mainly busy with uh, recording our first album, I mean, we did our EP and that's got us a bit of a headroom and a lot of 
momentum, but that was two years ago. And, and since then, we had an old German Levi and he's left. And now Steven Bossman's been with us for just over a year now. And only now have we really got him back into the swing of being a band. You know, losing members is, is, is hard. Richard and I have been jamming together for nearly five, six years now. He doesn't have any musical training or anything like that, but he's worked really hard to be part of it. And with a full-time job and everything he does, he's held up stuff together. So now Steve's there and he's a session drummer and he's great. And we all work together really well and we get along, you know? So now it's getting this album together, making sure the quality of it is really good because that's the production quality is important. Okay. If you're a band and you're trying to get a demo into a label, it's not going to be the most important thing to spend a million rand on a demo track to get into people. But it's, it, there's a certain caliber of quality that we need to put admin in as South African bands to live up to these guys overseas. We're trying to live up to. Otherwise we're wasting our time where you might as well get an office job and just, you know, go do something else because you need to take it seriously. And so the album this year, we haven't really been focusing on shows up until now, but now we're going to start pushing it a bit now that we've got some new material together. We also don't want people hearing the old stuff that we've been playing for years. You know, it's, it's time to change that up. So that's what we're busy focusing on now. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good plan, man. So now you have one shot to give some really good advice, throw some pearls to pimply face dude chilling at home, jamming his guitar that really wants to get into this scene, what would it be? If you are looking for an industry or to play a type of music in which things are going to happen quickly and you're going to make a shitload of money, don't play this fucking music. Uh, don't come and waste our time and be a part of what we're doing either, to be quite frank, because it's not about that. It's about trying to motivate change as a whole rather than trying to boost your own fucking ego because there's loads of people out there that can shred their tits off and can play things that no one in this country can play but the fact is if you don't make it relevant and you don't make it meaningful and you don't have anything that's going to boost anyone else's life rather than your own rather just please stay in your room and carry on playing guitar man that's how i feel Excellent, man. Thanks so much for coming through and thanks to everyone for tuning into our first podcast. We hope you found it relevant and interesting and that you'd want to stay tuned for more of them to come. Um, from our side, thank you and goodbye.